Good day my lovely podcast friends, how are you doing? I hope you are doing fine and a big sorry from my side. As you know yesterday there was no show and the reason was very easy. I was sick, headache, diarrhea and unable to get everything inside my most of in my body, at least for most of the day. So I took a day off, went to sleep, uh, had some unbaked onions, some garlic and some red pepper and trying to cure my body. I am at the moment also on a vitamin uh, injection cure. Basically I'm eating lime and oranges and all my meals have some extra garlic and pepper with it so that's all gonna be great and healthy. Uh, so I was just unable to do anything and I'm really sorry for it. Uh, if you have any clues on how to improve my health simply send me a tweet. Let me have a look on what we're gonna do today. I'm gonna talk about a strike in Copenhagen that Probably you have not yet heard about, but it's shocking news. Uh, I have a small reminder, don't forget to submit your questions to Fabrizio Poli about healthy travel and everything you'd like to know about business travel, how to manage on your cost and private jets. Next to it I have a question for you about my laptop and I sincerely hope that you can help me out. At least I hope so, because it will be handy. And we're gonna have the Trump moment about Obamacare and Trump care. So. It's not. It's a fully stocked program. It's gonna be nice. And as final thing, I got a question from you that I wanna have you to answer me on because there are some options going to take this show forward, and that's all I wanna know. So let me see. Let's have a begin. We begin with the reminder. Fabrizio is and uh, is managing. The, is engaged in Styrus Wings. He is engaged in the business jet travel world in private jet travel. Um, so. That's his business. He's engaged in a few other things. We're going to talk about them as well. And I was just wondering, what would you like to know? So send me a tweet. You can tweet me at Lodewijkhoff or leave a comment below. And the reason I want to know, I want to know what you want to know on healthy traveling. He wrote a book about it and we're going to talk about that book and the basics and what he is doing. It's going to be a great interview. It's going to be fun, joy. Let me know what you think about it. So having that said, it's time to have a look at the strike in Copenhagen. Copenhagen is in Denmark, that's in Europe. And having that said, the garbage collectors are on strike because they think they don't make enough money. And to put this in reference, if you look at in Ireland, there was a ten, the bankers were at strike and the garbage collectors were at strike. The bankers strike took a few years and the garbage collections took a few days. So it's always really interesting. In the Netherlands there was once uh, the government employees were striking and there was no garbage collection. So people collected the garbage and dropped it off at the front door of the union. Next day garbage collection was working again. <laughs> so it's one thing. Uh, no, they make three and a half thousand euro a month. Um, and that's pretty much a lot more than most of the people in, in Copenhagen are making. The reason that it's more is it's tough, it's work that not so many people want to do and that's okay. I mean. It's fine, they get good money and they deserve it. It's tough work, uh, they smell like hell, so when they get home from work they have to take a good shower or a bath to get clean. And they work 35 hours a week for us, so you make 3,500 euro for 35 weeks and that's not enough. I will be clear, where, do the, where does the resume go? Most people in the world don't make 3,500 euro. If it's not enough, quit your job, get another job. And I would be easy. I would simply fire all the striking guys and women, just kick them out, uh, privatize the garbage collection, and the, all those unreasonable people kick them out. And the reason that I would privatize is that I do think that the company could do it better. 
because uh, one you saw it in Detroit where the government operated system was not working and private companies were working but what for me is more interesting to see what was happening is that they make an outrageous amount of money I mean simply get them out if you uh, ask yourself this are you making around three and a half thousand euros just convert it on the with the Google currency converter to if you are living outside the eurozone are you making this a month? Would you mind working 45 hours a week for that money? I think you would. At least I would. I would don't care about it. And what I would simply have a look at is where the hell, why not get people in that want to do it? I mean, it's so easy. It's just, it's. Okay, I don't understand it. I mean, and this brings me to the problems that unions force for the world. And I was I will get try to get a few guests on to on the show to have a look at what unions are doing and how unions are basically demolishing and ruining the world. So yes, I'm not really a big union fan, but I don't think it's a big surprise for you. The thing that we are going to have to look at then is how they are doing, why they are doing it, and more of so. If you look for example, and this is also for the t interesting to see at the Trump moment that we're going to have later on the show, healthcare insurance was provided, at least in the United States, by the company uh, in the Second World War, because companies were not allowed to compete on salary, so they were competing on benefits. And basically, that's where the history of uh, com company-owned healthcare came from. And what they, where they should go for, and what they should do, is see how to manage it, how to get it all done, how to get it covered. And those people, yeah, I don't understand. I mean, if you don't want to work 35 hours a week for three and a half thousand, that's fine by me, but simply leave your job in that case i mean it's no issue i mean it's fine by me if you want to go then simply go i mean it's fine but i think that most people i know that are looking for a job they have no problem making three and a half thousand a month for working 35 hours so they literally you have then the money in you know, to live good to have a really good life you could use all the spare money that you have because no way that you're capable of spare getting all the money out if you're a bit like me you only have a lot of money left you could invest that money in the future you could use that those investments to achieve ethical goals it's all gonna be things that you can do and i'm just shocked that they dare to go on strike and that's happening um so that's that on the strike in copenhagen and let me know what you think about it should we kick the unions out or not then we have a small jacket about my laptop i use a laptop to record this podcast and basically work on it and i have a small problem with it and the problem is easy the cd player is not working and i use the cd to listen to audiobooks which i get for free from the blind library one of the few benefits in the netherlands for being partly sided is that you have access to 45,000 books and i listen on average a book in two days and for example, at this moment, I was supposed to listen to the book The Trial from Franz Kafka. And I have the book 1984 laying around about security and privacy. And uh, emperors don't die in bed. But also some who are both just for relax. And I'm just wondering if you have a clue what's happening. Because my laptop is out of warranty and basically I don't like cool blue. So let me have a look on it let me know what you think um, before i send it to repair i think that i that it's cheaper for me to buy a laptop in china and get it shipped to me and i will get it then over and it's gonna be fun because i think that all those lovely chinese workers wouldn't mind working really hard to help me on a laptop and if you're interested in joining i try i'm gonna try to form a collective about laptops 
so I try to get 10 to 15 out of China. If you're interested in a laptop for 200 to 300 euros, then send me a treat or leave a comment below. It's gonna be interesting to see what you think about it and I look forward to hear what you think about that. Having that said, it's time to move on. And yes, you obviously you recognize it. It's time for our daily Trump moment. And I'm really sorry that I could not deliver to you this beautiful Trump moment yesterday to see what's happening in the world. And, and at least, well, let's face the fact, never a dull moment with Trump as the president of the United States of America. As promised, we're gonna chat about Trump care and Obamacare. And and I don't think that anyone who follows me on Twitter will be surprised. I am a big opponent of all those government and four systems. And there is an easy reason for it. Recently there was, in 2009 it was, it's not recently, there was a study about what's happening and wrong and you know, how medicines were killing people. And since the introduction of Obamacare they figured out that based on the Federal Drugs Administration information and their data, so they know it, 2000 people are being murdered every week basically just because of the fact that the medicines are not working the way they should do and the medicine combination that's enforced by government policy is killing them. And I'm wondering, is that worth saving? Is it worth saving the murder of 2,000 people a week? Just think about it. How many people do you can see getting into jail because they kill 2,000 people on a weekly basis? And the government knows about it. If they, if they know about the murder of 2,000 people and they are unable to do anything against it, why the heck would we trust them? Why can they not save the system? Why not save? A, why not abolish a system completely that murders 2,000 people a week, that kills people, that causes financial problems, and gets on? So, I would simply say to terminate the system, fire all the Obamacare and Gates and Medicaid engaged people. From there, launch an initiative for people to become more healthy, and that's a can could you easily do. For example. Make it possible for people to have healthy choices. I will not say that you should force people to eat healthy. I don't think that the government should force that. But I do think that what we need is the access to vegetables. Why not get on school canteens and on government mandated and uh, higher suppliers simply say we want you to get the vegetables of the season with fruit and get that in as an alternative and make it on a nice way that you love to eat it. So. If you have a broccoli, don't cook it for two hours, but do something nice that you like with broccoli. Uh, bake it with honey and some uh, mushrooms. That's gonna be a young thing for the kids. For next to that, sim I mean, definitely there is a healthcare problem, but solve it via the way people are eating. Launch a program to, to boost the access to game subscriptions and actively get people to exercise three times a week for just an intensive hour. In simply intensify this. Simply get people to do more healthy things. And I don't say that the government should force it, I think that there should be options. I do think that you need the option. And yes, sure, you can drink soft drinks, that's fine. I will never oppose support a uh, soft drink tax because I don't support government actions on it. But what I do support is that you have the access to fresh orange juice that they freshly squeezed, freshly made. I will support you the opportunity to have really good food to keep your body healthy and simply get people more exercising. Just imagine that all the kids at school are having exercise for two hours a day. They learn different sports. That could become the next generation Olympic winners from there bringing medals home from the Olympic Games. Can you imagine an American winner from a system like this winning gold at the Los Angeles Olympic Games? 
it would be really good for the world and for and this is a system that I do think that we need to impose globally simply cure the problems obesity is expanding around the world like a crisis it's all happening right in front of our house we are seeing the people dying and I'm just wondering why are we not capable of fixing it why can we not simply say we're gonna cause the alternatives just see what Amazon did with Whole Foods they got one of the most expensive retailers in the food store thing and what can they do I mean what if they gonna offer the uh, the healthy alternative if you want to buy something at Amazon then you got an innovative method to deliver good food, get people healthy and get the ball out to a better world. I mean, I know it sounds the same, but simply add one toe of garlic a person to your meal and just see what it does with your health. Get the, get the system on the vegetable. I do think that via, via the food we can get more of the healthcare issues sorted out. And I know that it's really weird, but... Well, what do you think about it? Send me a tweet, you can tweet me at Lodewijkhoff or leave a comment below because we love to hear from you what's happening. It's time that we stand up, it's time that we stop the genocide imposed by Obama, it's time to stop the, the murder of 2000 people a week only because of the medicine users and simply abolish the system. It's time for something better, it's time for a system without government interaction and well, let's have a look on how the market works. It could not be worse than what the government does. Well, and that was the Trump moment. What do you think about it? Let me know. Send me a tweet. You can tweet me at Lodewijkhoff. Don't forget to submit your questions for Fabrizio and which type of guests would you like. It's going to be fun and great. Uh, I will see speak to you again tomorrow. And yes, I'm sorry that the show is a bit short. I'm still not really feeling well. So let me know what you think about it and what you think about all the things discussed in the show. And I look forward to hear back from you tomorrow.